Hi, I'm Steve Maletto from the Teaching Learning Leading K-12 podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another great episode of My EdTech Life. Thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful Tuesday, or it may be Wednesday, depending on where it is that you are joining us in the world. But as always, thank you so much for making My EdTech Life part of your day, part of your listening pleasure. And as always, thank you so much for all the likes, shares, and follows. Thank you so much for subscribing to our podcast. Please make sure you visit our YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe to it, and don't miss out on these amazing episodes with amazing guests having some amazing conversations. So thank you so much as always. And tonight I am really excited. Uh, I have an amazing guest and I don't have a proper intro just because I'm going to let her introduce herself. But I first started following Kelsey probably on LinkedIn and then kind of a little bit on Twitter. But on TikTok, if you don't follow her, you definitely should because her content is amazing. So I'm really excited and kind of fanboying a little bit because when I bring people onto the show, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, these are people that are doing some amazing things and I get to talk to them and we have a great conversation and they get to share their experiences and of course their expertise. So tonight I definitely want to welcome or give a real warm welcome to Kelsey Marks. Kelsey, how are you doing this evening? Hi, I'm good. I'm really excited to be here. This is my first live podcast. So there's a first time for everything and I'm I'm ready to jump into the conversation tonight. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to get into the meat of that conversation. But before we do, Kelsey, for all our audience members who will be hopping on live or catching this on the replay, whether it's through their favorite podcast player or through YouTube, So for those audience members that may not be quite familiar with your work yet, can you give us a little brief introduction and, of course, your context within your work? Sure. So my name is Kelsey Marks. I'm the director of Resume Services at EducatedExit.com, and I am a former teacher and school counselor. I left the profession back in 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. I'd have to check my LinkedIn in a little while, but I left the education profession for ed tech. I made the very traditional jump from this school counseling role into a career services school counseling technology company. And I quickly found out it wasn't for me. Uh, I spent about a year and a half in that role before things took a turn with the pandemic. And I ended up moving away from that role. And during that time, I spent 18 months unemployed trying to figure out who I was. I was lost in my identity as a person, as an educator. I really had no idea what direction my career was taking at that point. Um, Fast forward to January of 2021, I believe it was. Uh, I made a post on LinkedIn. That post went fairly viral. I got about 80,000 views at the time, which at the time that was a lot for me. And um, I met my now boss and our CEO, Chris McLean, through that comments and those posts. And he introduced me to the career coaching space. He 
approached me and brought me onto his career coaching team. And together we have built the Educated Exit brand. Wow, that is great. And again, seriously, I have been popping in the link already. Make sure you connect with Kelsey on all socials. You'll see that in the show notes, but I have just been putting in her Twitter, but also on LinkedIn, make sure that you do follow and also make sure that you follow Chris because they put out some great content on the daily on LinkedIn. And of course, Kelsey also on TikTok. So before we get into this a little bit more, Kelsey, I want to talk to you, as you know, and through your experience, you see a plethora of educators that are coming and seeking your services. Mm -hmm. Through your experience, what is maybe the current trend that you may be seeing from educators that are trying to transition from education into a different career path? Has there been something that really sticks out to you? Um, I would say right now, the most alarming thing that is sticking out to me is um, the number of kind of scam, per se, career coaches that are um, passing themselves off as teacher career coaches. About 78% of our clients on any given day come from us after unsuccessfully using other career coaches. Um, and that is something that really weighs heavily on my soul just because, you know, I've been in that position. I know how hard it is to hire somebody. I, you know, I've been there. I've done that. And to feel like you haven't gotten everything that you were promised or that you're not seeing results, like that's just a really uncomfortable place to be in. Um, and I would say that's kind of the most standout alarming trend that we're seeing right now. Um, but I would say the second most common trend that we are seeing is the younger uh teachers so teachers more in the elementary grades um, as opposed to the middle school high school grades I see so many more elementary school teachers than I do the um, older grades like I said interesting now going back to your comments and your work that you did actually through in the education space and then based on what it is that you're seeing can you share just a little bit of maybe possibly your experience, if you could go that far back, just to hear a little bit of that and what motivated you to say, hey, you know what, maybe this isn't the, the, the right step to continue in, the right path, and let me find something else. Because again, uh, as you know, and we, we see it, like, and I know we were talking about millennial uh, Miss Frizzle and so big shout out to Maggie for being a guest and also, you know, putting herself out there. So we were talking about some of the things that she has been talking about and even months, you know, prior to yeah. this. And now we're seeing those things come to fruition. So yeah. can you tell us a little bit about your story? And then, of course, the stories that you hear from educators too as well because I know that there'll probably be like a convergence there. Yeah so when I was working as a school counselor I was brought on to be the social and emotional counselor and quickly it changed. Um, I was tasked with leading all of that social emotional learning curriculum uh, well-being of students along with a lot of discipline and I was not trained in discipline. I was not trained in handing down certain reinforcements, I guess is the nice way to say that, um, or, you know, 
entering the school space to be, um, my husband at the time called it like the punisher. You know, um, I, I wasn't prepared for that in, in any way, shape or form, um, nor did I receive training for that. Um, so that was something that really weighed on me that, you know, I was brought in to do one thing and and another thing was happening. And I think that's very common right now, especially with the educators that I see. Many school counselors that I work with are also seeing those same issues. Um, I would say also the same thing for principals. I see a lot of principals dealing more and more with serious behavior issues than school management. Um, and that's really sad on multiple levels, but that's a different topic. Um, I also dealt with a lot of res respect issues. You know, I was young at the time. I, I think I was 24 when I first started working in ed. Uh, I had a master's degree and I had a lot of parents making comments th and saying things like, you know, why do I have to listen to you? You're you're barely, you know, old enough to do this. Or I have sons and daughters older than you. And that was really hard because, again, like I have the degrees. I went to school to do this. I was hired to do this. I have a master's thesis in this. Like I can do this, but I also need you to trust that I can do this and let me, I don't want to say be the leader, but be the the guide and the resource to help you through certain situations. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, I think one of the things that you've hit that on the head or the nail on the head is, you know, that's kind of overstepping in that sense and not treating the teachers like the professionals that they are, you know, a lot of micromanaging, a lot of, uh, you know, compliance and making sure that this is done and you're filling in those check marks. And oftentimes, you know, we forget that they are the experts. I mean, they have the degrees, like you mentioned, but oftentimes that's overlooked. And for a lot of people, it's just that you're not sharing or showing that respect that you trust me to be professional enough to do that work. But also, like you mentioned, very interestingly, that, you know, sometimes when you're brought on to do something, then those responsibilities kind of change a bit. And it's like, whoa, what happened here? You know, I thought that I was going to come in to do this, but now, you know, the other duties as assigned kind of kick in and then you're finding yourself like, oh, okay, so, so what am I now? Am I this or am I that? And you're kind of pulled in multiple different ways. So I think that we're seeing a little bit of that too as well. And, you know, like you mentioned, discipline too. A lot of the burnout, you know, that yeah. uh, teachers are being affected by. So with your experience, Kelsey, and again, talking about the clients and, and we saw, you know, what you saw that they have in common, you know, I would imagine that some of the issues, you know, also deal with, you know, just the burnout, the way that the education yeah. system is headed. So what are some of the things that maybe some educators just have expressed? You know, and again, this is this is just for our audience members to hear you know, what is out there and, and the truth of the matter, you know, when it comes to this topic? Yeah, so we have a lot of uh, teachers coming to us citing burnout as a reason for them leaving the profession. However, when we dig deep in our one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, um, there are, burnout encompasses a lot. Um, that is mental exhaustion. That is the physical toll of being on a school campus all day, uh, holding it when you have to use the restroom, holding out if you have to eat lunch and you know, there's no other person for lunch duty type of thing. Um, 
that encompasses, you know, not being able to make it to your son or daughter's recital, ballet, you know, whatever it may be, missing out on family events. That encompasses just the emotional stress that a educator takes on because you do experience trauma as an educator, um, whether that's from being in the classroom and seeing certain things or through things that are expressed to you. Um, and another thing is, you know, lack of flexibility. We work in a, a day and age where you know, work is changing. Work is changing rapidly. And the fact that some of these teachers almost feel, I don't want to say held hostage, but trapped at school all day where they have no flexibility to leave and come back and maybe run an errand on their lunch break. That feeling of being trapped is, is very common. Yeah. Yeah. And I would imagine so. And again, you know, interestingly, it's very what we saw, you know, obviously when when schools shut down, that transition from brick and mortar then to virtual. And it's almost and, and I'm just going to share my experience. It's almost that like when we came back, for some reason, it's almost like, you know, our eyes opened up to things that maybe we had never seen before or maybe we never thought too much of because it was like, oh, this is Oh, you know, common practice and so on. And then when you come back, it's almost like, whoa, like you come back with a heightened sense of, you know, just vision, hearing everything because you've been apart for a while. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. Like, this is this is interesting. This is this the way it's supposed to be? And then you start kind of questioning things a little bit and say, you know, is it really this the correct direction? Is this the way that things should be done? And so on. And I've always been pro teacher and in, in helping and alleviate a lot of the stress, you know, and as an instructional tech, it's always like, what tool is out there that I can help you get at least five to 10 minutes back in your day. So you can just sit there with the lights off and disassociate for a little bit or just breathe or even just go to the bathroom. That yeah. to me is a win. But, you know, thinking like I, even my mentality of if I can give you five minutes just to go to the bathroom, I'm like, wow, like, are, are, is that really the conversations that yeah. we're having? So it's very interesting, you know, the, the, what we're experiencing right now. So again, going back to now your current work, can you tell us a little bit more just about that story now, how you transitioned and met Chris, and yeah. then obviously started, you know, going full on with the work that you're doing, which yeah. is amazing, by the way. And again, I'm going to tell all my audience members, Please make sure you follow Kelsey and follow her on all socials, but especially on TikTok because she has an amazing account that is nothing but truth. Every single post for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I met Chris in January of 2021 and um, I posted on LinkedIn out of sheer just frustration. I was frustrated where I was in my career. I was really lost. Like, I was lost as a person, as an educator. Like, I didn't know, it, should I continue with ed tech? Like, should I continue with that journey that I was on? Uh, at the time, there was, you know, still a good amount of, you know, options in that, in that area, I should say, because pandemic was still a top of mind for many people. Um, but I also had this kind of internal struggle where I thought, hey, like, they need people at schools right now. Should I go back into education? Like, am I needed? Like, should I do this? Should I take the risk and, and, and try and go back? Um, 
And like I said, I just posted on LinkedIn really out of frustration. I was at a crossroads where I had been applying for jobs a lot. I applied to probably over 100 jobs and um, I either wasn't advancing in interviews or I, you know, I found a reason not to accept the job. The job was paying too low. Well, you know, whatever it may be. And I just posted out of sheer frustration, like, what the heck? What's going on with the employer market? What's going on with the job search market? Why am I not making advances? Just sheer frustration, like I said. And um, that's how I really met Chris. He commented on one of my posts and said, hey, have you ever thought about career coaching? And um, I had a really strong career services background. My math, part of my master's degree was in college and career readiness. So I, I had some of that experience. I had worked at an ed tech company that served career services centers. So, you know, all those things were in the mix for me. I had all that knowledge and I started kind of training under him. Co he started coaching me. Um, I validated many of his coaching strategies. So um, I used every strategy that we teach. I validated it. I went on interviews and I validated it. Um, I went through the entire process before I ever came on the team. Um, and then afterwards, he really approached me and said, hey, I think you would be really great at this. I think you have some really great skills. I think you know, you're selling yourself short, essentially, to go work for these major companies. Um, and he brought me on and he took a huge risk and I will be forever grateful for that. Um, but yeah, he he saw the potential when I don't want to say no one saw the potential, but he saw the potential before there was educated exit. Let's just say that. That's wonderful. Well, that's good to know. And again, please make sure that you do follow Chris. I also follow Chris on LinkedIn. So now, Kelsey, let's talk a little bit about you know, what the services that you provide through um, Educated Exit. And so my question to you is, is what are the most common challenges that educators face when they want to transition from teaching to other industries? And how do, or through your services that you provide, how do you help them overcome those challenges? Sure. So we do something that no one else in the transitioning teacher market space is doing. And that is we teach proven sales and marketing strategies in order to help you grow in your career, both short-term and long-term. We believe that just exiting the profession is only the first step. You know, there is likely 10, 20, 30, maybe even 40 years left in your career at that point. So Taking that first step out of education is a great step. Like that is huge for many people. But being able to grow in your career with longevity, that is also very important. Um, and so we are teaching sales skills. I can't get too much into it. Um, but essentially, we teach you how to prospect, build employer networks, develop referrals into companies, that type of thing. Excellent. Now, you mentioned something that I'm a huge fan of, and you said that word because it resonates with me because for me, it's all about networking. Yeah. So as far as some advice on networking that you could just share with some teachers that, you know, maybe they are thinking about that. They see themselves on Twitter. They do Twitter, but it's more of like education-based Twitter. What would be some of the recommendations for somebody that maybe is out there and thinking about transitioning into a different career? how to hop into possibly a different network that they may not be accustomed to. 
Sure. So I would say for any educator, even if you're just kind of toying with the idea of leaving the profession, I would say the biggest thing right now is you need to get on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn is the largest professional networking site out there. And there's literally thousands of people. That's how I found my job. That's how hundreds of our clients have found jobs. If you are already on LinkedIn and you've developed a profile, your profile is clear. Make sure you have a professional photo of yourself. You know, it meets all the professional criteria boxes. Um, Next thing I would do is start connecting with three types of people. That would be people who can help you reach your goals. So people like myself, people like yourself, uh, people like our CEO, Chris McLean, those types of people. The next type of person I would... Uh, connect with would be people who hold the role in which you want to transition into. So those are your customer success professionals. Those are your instructional designers. Those are your project managers, that type of thing. And the third that I would recommend would be to be the smallest portion of your network, but other teachers looking to make a career change. Now, I highly recommend that is the smallest portion of your network. Because what will happen is that you will get into kind of like a, we call it the, the LinkedIn merry-go-round where you're just kind of posting motivational content or water cooler complaining content. And there's always a time and a place for that content. But if you're really serious about jumping into other networks or other circles of professional, you really need to be focusing on the first two that I mentioned. Excellent. Well, that's definitely good to know as far as building that, because I know for a lot of educators, it's almost just sometimes it can be very paralyzing of where to start. Like, I know I need to do something, but where do I start? And then oftentimes they think, well, no, I'm not good enough for that or I'm not good enough, which kind of brings me to my next question, uh, if I may, which would be talking about uh, educators or teachers and some of the transferable skills that they do have that can help them, uh, you know, find another, you know, another career or another job. So I don't know about you, but I feel like sometimes many teachers may undersell themselves and maybe aren't sure because they look at LinkedIn and they may see a job description and you're like, oh man, those are like really fancy words and doing all of this, but, but this is what I do. and, And how does this match up? So, Kelsey, if you don't mind sharing, just maybe just some insight or maybe just a a couple of hot tips for some teachers that may be just a little overwhelmed and paralyzed with that aspect. Sure. So if in terms of your transferable skills, I always tell people like, hey, you have more than you think. Um, And in terms of kind of diving deep into your transferable skill set. What we do at Educated Exit is we ask people to start evaluating their workplace value. So that is what type of work do you enjoy? What type of work do you not enjoy? What type of work are you good at? What type of work are you not good at? Those types of questions really get you thinking about, hey, what are my strongest transferable skills? And I can guarantee you it's probably not classroom management or student behavior management. Um, It's things like grant writing. It's things like um, customer service. It's things like stakeholder management, managing expectations. Those types of skills, all those skills can be transferred into almost any other job, maybe other than grant writing. But, I mean, 
those are highly transferable skills that you can take to any job anywhere. Excellent. And I think oftentimes too, maybe even just in the wording aspect, just again, you know, and I, I, and I know that there are other creators out there and maybe you can, you know, tell us what might be some flags of other creators that may say, hey, let's take a look at this resume and let's take a look at what you're current, currently doing. And sometimes they'll give advice, like instead of doing this, do that and so on. And with so much information out there, Kelsey, and a lot of other creators, and like you mentioned, many people that may pass themselves off as these career coaches or, you know, resume writers for advice for teachers that may be seeking this service. Obviously, I would recommend them to come to you just because of your content that you put out, but also just because of the results that you have proven to to have, you know, and, and seeing who at least one person in common that you have worked with. But what would be some red flags for educators to watch out for as they're seeking services or seeking help to transition from their current role? Sure. So for me, the biggest red flag is anybody who's selling a resume template because a template means almost nothing without the right content. So people who are pushing these like ATS foolproof templates, um, that to me is just like the biggest red flag in the entire world. Um, the next thing that comes to mind, I would say, is someone who's not on LinkedIn and is not following the professional conversation in terms of uh, recruitment, career transition, that type of all-around conversation on a professional platform—excuse me, platform like LinkedIn. Um, if somebody's not on LinkedIn and yet they're trying to sell resume templates or coaching services, again, that would be another big red flag for me. Uh, I would say my third and final red flag is somebody who has never worked with a transitioning teacher population before. One of the biggest things I hear from the transitioning teacher population is um, when they've used other coaches, they oftentimes they say, oh, well, they were on Instagram or, oh, they were on TikTok and they say they're so-and-so and they say they're so-and-so. And I, 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 I thought I'd ask, I said, I say, do you know if they've ever worked with the transitioning teacher population before? And oftentimes the answer is no. So if you're not understanding what's happening in the landscape, it's really hard to advise on where to go next. And that's interesting. So I hope that all our audience members are, you know, taking some notes and I know that you'll be catching this on the replay. So some really sound advice, you know, obviously we talked about networking, talking about, um, you know, obviously resume, people that you're working with as far as coaching and, you know, just those experiences like you mentioned for educators. So my next question is, I guess maybe the, the one question um, that maybe teachers find hard answering. So my next question to you is, you know, for educators that are on the fence as far as transitioning out of teaching, what advice would you give them and how can they determine if it's the right time for change based on your experience? Yeah. So what I will say is this. Um, I'm really, really honest with my own career transition. It was hard. It was emotional. And it took a long time to get to where I am. I now have a director level role, but it, with some fairly good flexibility, I work from home. I, I make my own hours, that type of thing. But that's not going to happen overnight, right? Um, 
And you need to know that going in and you need to have some very realistic expectations. I on LinkedIn try to always provide blunt, but, you know, honest and open conversation to the fact that the transitioning process usually takes three to six months. So if you're really committed to the process, like just know three to six months is the average. It could take shorter. It could take longer. I've seen it take eight months. I've also seen it take 30 days. So just you have to be open minded to that. Um, The next piece of advice I would follow or take for myself if I was back in that position um, is I would really know your options before. So before you just, you know, willy nilly accept any job outside of education, I would understand what your retirement benefits look like, understand how you roll that over, understand what happens to that. Um, I often have teachers coming to me and asking me those questions. I am not a financial advisor. I don't know the answers to those things. I highly recommend that you seek that professional help somewhere else. Um, but, know, but know the answers to those questions. Um, my next thing is understand the job market. Have a conversation with somebody outside of education, somebody who maybe you already know, like through church or through a family friend, like what is the job market like right now? Are people getting hired? Or I've heard about layoffs, you know, that type of thing. Understand kind of where you are at in terms of expectation. Excellent. Well, that's good to know. Now, kind of going, you know, a little bit further into this and speaking about your service there through Educated uh, Exit, how do you, for example, let's say, I say, hey, you know what? I want to try this service. This is what exactly what it is that I'm looking for. So what, if you can, with as as much as you can share, just again, so our audience members know exactly what they would be getting into as far as getting that additional help and support to transitioning, you know, what support is provided to ensure just kind of like that smooth transition that I guess maybe within the coaching process and in the yeah. steps, you know, can you tell us just a little bit about that? Sure. So with us at Educated Exit, something that is very different from us than or very different for us than any other career coaches on the market is that we provide one on one support with you um, with our classroom to corporate package. Uh, it's one on one coaching and it's hand holding all the way through the process until you accept a, an offer letter, essentially. Um, so that is developing career clarity developing a job search strategy specifically for you because you have very different needs and expectations and goals than me, right? So you need your own specific job search strategy. Uh, So we develop that with them. We train them on how to use uh, job search as a sales methodology that I talked about earlier. Then we do resume, cover letter, LinkedIn, networking. And then we kind of let them loose and kind of uh, let them execute with some blunt and empathetic, constructive criticism along the way. <laughs> and um, from there, we are essentially there to hold their hand every step of the way until an, an offer is accepted. So if you need a second resume, if you need a second cover letter, if you need uh, interview coaching, if you need anything along those lines with our classroom to corporate package. It is literally from the beginning to the end, we are there for you. 
That's great. And I know I, I just want to share that that is definitely so reassuring you know, because of the way that you described the process. And one thing that, that I love, though, that you mentioned, Kelsey, is just how honest you are. I mean, you're really trying to help, you know, teachers or educators that are looking to transition into a different career path. And, you know, sometimes you do have to be honest, but I'm glad that you're being honest. So that way you can help them out, but also the level of support, you know, that you're offering. And you, you mentioned to me, you know, the value of being able to trust somebody that's going to walk me through each step of the way, you know, so talk about having that, you know, not only like professional support, but that personal, you know, relationship as you go through. And, you know, I think that's great. So for any educators that are out there, definitely uh, check out the the services that are offered through Educated Exit. So kind of wrapping up a little bit here as, as we're getting closer, closer to the end of the show, my question to you is the following. You know, many educators, I know that they may come to you maybe with less than five years of experience teaching, yeah. maybe with more than five years of experience teaching. So I want to talk maybe about those that have been in the teaching profession a little bit longer. And as you know, yeah. many times they their identity. It's yes. a teacher, their identity. So what are some ways that you help, you know, with that identity shift or maybe, well, let me ask you maybe a two-parter, right? The way that you help, but maybe through your experience, has it been difficult in what you've seen like to teacher, for teachers to kind of let go of that identity be, after they've done it for so long? So what I can say about that subject is I was in the, the profession for five years and I've been out of the profession now for three years. And to this day, I still view myself as an educator. It looks different now. A hundred percent, it looks different. But to this day, I still personally struggle with the idea that I am an educator. I never wanted to do anything else growing up other than be a teacher. That dream came true for me. I did that. I was a school counselor. And three years after leaving the profession, I still view myself that way. So for those who have been in the profession for five, 10, maybe even 15 years or longer, um, I will say that it is 100% a process. Uh, coming to us on day one is going to look very different for every single person. Um, but leaving us on day 99 or day 60, whatever it is, however long it takes you to, to accept that role, um, also looks very different because you're going to go through a, a very serious personal transformation. We ask you about your values. We ask you about what you want your life to look like after education. And many times it takes people three, four, five, maybe even seven or eight days to really sit down and number one, think about that. And number two, have conversations with their significant others and and really open up the dialogue of what is my life after this? Because my life has been only this for so long. Interesting. All right. Well, last question before we get to our closing segment, because I just thought about this, you know, with you told us a little bit about the experiences that you've had, obviously, with educators uh, transitioning into new careers. But Based on all of that experience that you have, what insights would you or do you feel comfortable providing about what you see the future education sector looking like? So I think 
education in general is moving in a very contentious direction. I guess it's the right word I should use. And I think that as a whole, as a society, we are really going to need to down and look not only at the education system and the curriculum, but look at the outcomes that we're pushing from some of this education, you know, policy and, and implementation of, of certain technology and curriculum um, and think like, is this the direction that we want to go in? Because the students in school who are learning these things right now, they're going to enter the workforce at some point, right? So that's something that we really need to think and consider. And another thing I, I would really push people to think about is what expectations or what behavior or values or, you know, really existential things are we implicitly sharing with children with this large teacher exit, with the push of um, technology centers and zero, you know, human interaction? Like, what is that telling the next generation of students? Because I can tell you from from my personal experience, it's not a positive impact that it's making. Excellent. And Tim Cavey is joining us here from Teachers on Fire podcast. Uh, Tim, thank you so much. And he has a comment here. It says, there's so many tired teachers out there who literally cannot imagine an alternative career track out there. What are your thoughts on that, Kelsey, based on what you see? So in terms of like an alternative career track, you know, every single person is different, right? So every single person is going to have different workplace values, different, you know, things they want to obtain. Um, but in terms of like the mental exhaustion of being a full-time teacher and looking for a job and, you know, pile on family, pile on, you know, community activities, you know. All of those things contribute to your overall mental well-being, mental state. You know, all of those things have a huge impact on our lives, positive and negative. So when it comes to the, the exiting of the profession, I always tell people, and it's a very hard pill for people to swallow, is the fastest way to leave and the way to have the most peace of mind is by hiring a career coach to help you navigate. Because really, that person is there to help you, you know, essentially wade through the waters, like I said earlier. Like, we are there every step of the way holding your hand. Well, that's good to know. Kelsey, this is just amazing. It was a very insightful conversation. I really thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and share your experience, the work that you and Chris are doing through Educated Exit and helping out many educators, you know, transition from classroom into different careers. Obviously, the services that you offer, you know, walking them along every step of the way, guiding them, which is something that's very important. And, you know, we hit on so many great points on where teachers might get stuck and just, you know, that analysis paralysis and just, yeah. you know, decide to not move forward because they may feel overwhelmed. So uh, 
Big shout out again. Thank you so much, Tim. Tim here says, interesting. That sounds like a really helpful service. I don't think the average teacher knows that a career coach is even a thing. So, yep, it sure is. And I definitely, again, I know I've been saying it throughout the show. Please make sure that you follow Kelsey. You know, she's got great content on LinkedIn, on TikTok. You know, she is on Twitter too. And Chris also on LinkedIn. I'm not sure Chris is on TikTok, is he? No, he's not no. on TikTok. I'm I'm representing the brand on TikTok right Perfect. now. Perfect. Excellent. So I definitely recommend that you follow Kelsey because her, like her videos are awesome. And I get, every time I get a notification that she, put, uh, you know, put something up, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. But again, you know, she's being very honest too as well, but also making herself available to show you what can be done and the work that uh, Chris and her are doing through Educated Exit. So please make sure that you give them a follow. All right. Well, it's time for our last segment, uh, Kelsey. So hopefully you're ready. I know I shared the questions with you earlier today. So again, we'll just go over those three questions. We kind of end the show just kind of on a little lighter note. And this segment is sponsored by Alongside.care. Alongside.care. So thank you, Alongside.care for partnering up here with us at My Ed Tech Life. And if you want to know a little bit more of what Alongside.care does, make sure you check them out on the website. And they offer tier one support in, and that does not place additional burdens on faculty and staff, such as counselors. So it is a great app that students can go ahead and open up and get some additional supports for what they need at any time through any device. So please make sure that you check out alongside.care. All right, Kelsey, here we go. Last three questions of the show. So question number one, again, we all know Superman. He's a superhero. And many times all our favorite superheroes have a slight weakness. And in this case, Superman's weakness was that kryptonite that kind of weakened him. So in, for you, I'm going to change the question a little bit and say in the current state, I guess of, well, in the current state of education, it does fit, but I kind of wanted to fit in kind of with the work that you do. But in the current state of education and I guess transitioner uh, or transitioning teachers, what would you say is your current edu kryptonite? Um, I would say it is um, really long resumes. Your resume should be a one-page marketing document. It should have only the highlights of your career. I see so many educators putting three-page resumes together of information going back to the year they graduated high school. It's not relevant. One page. That's all you need. <laughs> there you go. Great advice. Definitely for sure. All right. Question number two, Kelsey, is if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? I would have a billboard of just the Educated Exit brand team and all of our socials on that. So that way people who feel stuck in the profession or feel stuck in their career, no one understand that there is help for them out there. Nice. Good. I can definitely see that. And then maybe with a QR code. So as people drive by, they can scan that code or just take oh, a picture. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then uh, that'll be great. But yeah, obviously the website would work out well to you as well. 
All right. And the last question, Kelsey, is if you can turn one of your hobbies or maybe favorite activities into a full-time profession, what would it be? Oh, man, I am really diving deep right now into the content creation side of ed, uh, Educated Exit. So if I could turn the Educated Exit brand into full-time content creation for myself uh, and the team, uh, you know, and alongside writing the resumes and providing that help, um, doing some type of hand-in-hand -hand work, uh, that would be the ultimate goal right now. Awesome. Well, that's great. And uh, I must say, again, you do a great job at the content creation on TikTok. So again, please make sure that you follow Kelsey on TikTok because you will get a laugh. You're going to get some truth, but you're also <laughs> getting, you're going to get, like I said, you're going to get a laugh. You're going to get some truth, but you're also going to get some really honest help. So please make sure that you uh, check out her account. Make sure that you visit Educated Exit as well. And make sure that you'll follow Chris. And I'll actually add Chris's uh, handle on LinkedIn too. That'll be in the show notes. So that way, any of our audience members that are going to be catching this on the replay or listening to the show later on, they can get all that information. But Kelsey, thank you again, you know, thank for you. just a very insightful conversation and just bringing your expertise into this great podcast. And again, we always try and have a mix of conversations. It's not always necessarily ed tech related, but, you know, it's conversations that are out there, things that are happening, and we want to make sure that all our audience members know what is out there. So, you know, we just keep them informed. So thank you so much for everything you shared, Kelsey. Thank you our, for having me. Yes, of course. And again, ladies and gentlemen, as always, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you so much for all of your support. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, everything that you've done for us in the, for the podcast in the last three and a half years, we do what we do for you. We definitely have a passion of just connecting wonderful educators, creators, practitioners, bringing them all together here through this show to bring you amazing conversations. So please make sure that you check out this episode and the other 215 amazing episodes with wonderful educators, creators, and practitioners so you can take some knowledge nuggets from and sprinkle them on to what you are already doing great. And please make sure that you give us a like, a share, a follow. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. That'll help out. Uh, that'll help out our show tremendously as well. And if you would love to contribute to our mission of connecting educators and creators one show at a time, please make sure you stop by our website at myedtech.life, myedtech.life, where you can check out this episode and all the other episodes, but you can also get yourself some My Ed Tech Life swag. And as you know, all of that goes back into the show so we can continue to bring you some amazing conversations with creators, educators, and practitioners from around the world. And as long as there's a great conversation to be had, we'll definitely make that space available. So thank you all from the bottom of my heart. And as always, my friends, until next time, don't forget, stay techie.